Welcome to another episode of Ponderland. It's Thursday, it's the 22nd of June 2023 and all thoughts and prayers are with the five individuals on the Titan Submersible. It's really hard to know what must be going through the minds of those people who are on that sub the one that lost contact with its support vessel on Sunday. The time has now been and gone when it was expected that those on board would run out of oxygen. It's tragic. We could debate the whys and wherefores, whether they should or shouldn't have went on that voyage, but now is not the time and this podcast is not the place. Hoping for a miracle at this point, I do remember the elation that most people felt including myself when the Chilean miners were rescued when the Thai football team were rescued against all the odds and so therefore I hope that against all the odds these people will be rescued in good health. It brings into stark reality though the contradiction you could say What I mean by that is that here in the UK, the current British government, their main slogan is stop the boats. And the boats they're referring to are migrant boats. And more and more migrant boats are coming to the UK than ever before. And unfortunately, there have been some tragic accidents where the poor individuals who were on those boats have lost their lives making that crossing. And I was reading an article yesterday about a crossing from somewhere in Africa. It's Tunisia. The article was about a fisherman in Tunisia. And in his nets, sometimes, instead of fish, he's getting human bodies. And even one time, one of those bodies was that of a recently born baby. He found the bodies of 15 migrants in his nets over a three-day period. Tunisia has now become the biggest departure point for migrants trying to reach Europe. And some of those migrants will try and reach the UK at some point. But thousands of them don't make it, whether it's this crossing from Tunisia to Europe or the crossing from France to England. Which brings me to... Brexit. Not everyone who voted for Brexit was racist, but I suspect that every racist voted for Brexit. The UK is in dire straits economically right now. Inflation is stuck at around 8.7%. And just today, the Bank of England have raised interest rates by half a percentage point. So the base rate now stands at 5%. And it's the first time it's been a 5% since 2008. And this is going to impact families and individuals across the UK dramatically. They're going to be really, really punished by this. Especially anyone who is coming to the end of a fixed year mortgage deal and needs to renew. Brexit was supposed to be about making the UK a better place. At least that's the lies that were spun about What was that? I think I got my foot caught in my mouth there. And even 
a good edit. Couldn't fix that. So apologies for that, I'll try that one again. Those are the lies that were spun. The NHS, the National Health Service was going to be better. The country was going to be richer. But there were a lot of people who thought they were going to wake up the morning after Brexit and the local Sainsbury's would be full of white people again. And I make no apology for saying that. There are people who thought that. And now they're probably wondering what it was it all for? Because do you know something? Sainsbury's is not full of white people again. And never will it be. And never should it be. The world is such a better place for diversity. Diversity makes us richer in every possible way. And some people who cannot see that are so blind. Brexit has been an unmitigated disaster. And the sooner it's reversed, the better. And do you know something? It will be reversed. Someday it will be reversed. Someday people will realise that shutting the door on one of the world's biggest marketplaces that's on your doorstep was an outrageously stupid act of self-harm. It would be great to have a world with fewer borders, not more. I've said it before, wealth needs to be redistributed. That doesn't mean everybody should have the same. But when there are so many people who have nothing that risk their lives to get on a boat to try and find a better life. And on the other side of the world, there are people who have so much money that they can pay quarter of a million dollars or pounds to get into a submarine to go on a bit of Titanic tourism. That's where the that's where the that's where the imbalance is just too great. When you can pay a quarter of a million pounds to risk your life to go and see the Titanic versus having absolutely nothing and maybe not even just having nothing but escaping some form of persecution trying to sustain life trying to improve life by getting on a boat often with your family often when the stakes are at their highest this is where there's a problem that i would love to see addressed and i think we should all be trying in any way shape or form that we can to try and influence anyone on the political stage who may have any form of influence that can tackle these problems in our world today to make our world a better place for everyone. On the subject of billionaires, I see Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk seem to have agreed in principle to have a cage fight. Look, if I had billions of dollars or billions of pounds, I would probably be a stupid, crazy lunatic as well. And that's why I should never be a billionaire, by the way. So if I ever start up a Patreon and encourage you all to buy me a coffee every once in a while, please don't go overboard. Don't make me a billionaire. I think Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg should get into that cage. And I would hope that upon entering the cage, someone has a lock and they can, a padlock, and they can put that padlock on that cage and leave the two of them in there. I mean, we should feed them, right? But we shouldn't let them back out because they are two eccentric, egotistical, narcissistic idiots who really should not have the power that they do. And that power that they have is being used for more bad than good. 
social media has tremendous potential for being something for good. But between those two, between Musk and Zuckerberg, I don't believe their platforms are being used in the way that would promote the kind of good, healthy world that I want my children to grow up in. That I want to grow up in. I'm still growing up. Just because I'm halfway to 92 doesn't mean that I don't have a few years left that I wish to enjoy. And I wish to enjoy those years in a world that is much more equitable, that has a lot less Musk and a lot less Zuckerberg. Listener, thank you for your time. I appreciate this was a bit of a, a downer, this episode. I'll try and improve upon that in the next one. See ya. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of Ponderland. I sincerely hope you enjoyed it. To contact the show, you can send us an email, hello at ponderland.life. You can also follow us on Twitter at ponderlandlife. The podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, and most other places where you consume your podcasts. Thank you.